Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Eleven o'clock hour on Sports Radio 90 time the game. It's church hour, but we'll do the church of football. How about uh, on Sports Radio 90 time the game? It is late. Well, Labor Day. It's not church day. Man, I just had it in my brain. It was Sunday. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, never mind. Never mind. Unless you have, some people may go to church on my, my my mom does goes to church every day. No, she's a, she's a priest. Okay, <laughs> she works there. Uh, all right. Anyway, four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. It is Falcons game week. You're always welcome, by the way, to jump in and talk college football because there's a ton of college football. You know, Mike earlier wanted to ask a question about the Braves, and we're going to get into my question about the Braves coming up at the top of the hour at noon, second half of the show here. The way the show works, two things. One, you are the guests, okay? All right, we're going to have a conversation. If you want to just do a drive-by, you can. Don't really want you to, but you can. We can disagree without being disagreeable, okay? We aren't, you know. All right, we just disagree. All right, that's fine. You know, John, I think the Falcons will win two games. Okay, I, I don't agree. Here's why. Oh, you're wrong. I, you know, you're just a homer. Yeah, okay, it's fine. I mean, but without being disagreeable, you know, and if you want to call me a homer, that's fine. If, if by homer, I always say, if by homer you mean I love my city and my teams, guilty as charged. Okay, get over it. You know, I mean, I was go, going to yesterday, if you missed the show, I was just talking about Acuna, and we're going to wait till you hear this at noon about Acuna. Um, another media moron. I was talking about the media morons, and um, Daryl Cheney called the show. Okay, so Daryl Cheney was at one point the leadoff hitter for the Atlanta Braves and starting shortstop. He just called in randomly. And I used to go to Fulton County Stadium and see Daryl Cheney play back in the 70s. Uh, so uh, it was really a thrill to have it on. It was like it was a lead up Braves leadoff kind of day. We're talking about Deion Sanders, former Braves leadoff player, the current Braves leadoff player, Ronald Acuna. Here's another third, a third Braves leadoff hitter, and Daryl Cheney calling into the show. It's like, did you? Did we a Braves leadoff hitter? I guess you're you're welcome to be a subject or a, you know a, a guest on the show. Uh, we're talking about the Falcons. First question was, are we ready? Hey, matter of fact, uh, uh, Garrett, can you, you know the 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 We Ready song. That they that I, to the Falcon. I know United plays it. I don't know if the Falcons do or not. Um, maybe they, maybe they ought to. Um, you know, 
Uh, are we ready for y'all? I don't know. I mean, that's you guys are more confident than I am. I'm, I'm just, I, I guess I'm, I'm so, are we really ready? I want to see them come out. I'll settle down after the first couple of uh, drives, especially if one of them ends in a touchdown. All right, fine. Because my fear is they're going to be out there starting and stopping and halting, and they're going to look because uh, we've we've been down this road before, you know. And, and look, I have faith in Arthur Smith as well, and if he says so. By the way, you should know this: uh, Cordero Patterson and the soft tissue issue. We're going to look at the injury report coming up on Wednesday with eyes on the Falcons on Cordero Patterson, with the eyes on the Panthers on DJ Chark, and those two are probably the the most important here. I mean, for the most part, both teams are healthy. Uh, but uh, we'll keep our eyes on that uh, when it comes out on Wednesday. Uh, the second question is, so are we ready? And the second question for you at 404-726-0929 is, I'm going to give you $100 to buy stock, and I didn't mention this when I went to the break, in a new Falcons player. A Falcons player is taking his first snap as a Falcon on Sunday. So I, you, Grady Jarrett, you can't say Grady Jarrett and, and Grant Wistrom. I mean, uh, and Chris Lindstrom. Uh, you can't uh, say either of those guys. I wish we had Grant Wisterman to say. Um, you, you know, you, you could say, you know, whoever. And the, the leader on this is that the previous caller was talking about Jesse Bates, and that's who I'm going to buy stock in. I, for the first time since Keanu Neal, I think we have an in-the-box safety, and I love having the veteran presence back there. This team really missed Rico Allen more than you could ever know. I, I kept trying to tell some fans, look, I'm there. I'm in the locker room. I'm at practice. Rico Allen runs that defense. He's the quarterback back there. One of the smartest defensive players I've ever known. I thought kept thinking he may someday make a great head coach. Rico Allen ran that defense. You know, you can ask Deion Jones. You can ask Devondre Campbell. You can ask those guys when they were rooks what that was like to have Rico back there and repositioning them and getting them in the right spots. So to have a veteran back there of that uh, ability, kind of the Keanu Neal ability, and the smarts of a Rico Allen, yeah, all right, so I'm buying stock in Jesse Bates uh, on defense. On offense, I'm going to buy, as a matter of fact, I may buy a lot of stock in the idea that, you know, I could be wrong, that Matthew Bergeron's going to solve our issue at left guard. If, he, if Matthew Bergeron, everybody's focused on Bijan, that's fine. Uh, and Janu's going to, I'm really excited for Janu and Matt Collins. If Matthew Bergeron solves our issue at left guard, we are going to have what I believe is a top five offensive line. And I just got done explaining to y'all where I stand and in terms of having a great offensive line it means we're running the ball on anyone. And if we can run the ball on anyone, that takes all the pressure off Ritter. And, you know, those blitzes don't happen if we're running the ball. And by the way, if Carolina really does want to blitz, we'll just sucker them, you know, let them run upfield. And do a little sucker punch and run in, un, uh, underneath them, you know. That's where you put the fullback in and do a little bit of a, a, a trap, you know. That's what you can do. Uh, Joe is with us here, 404-726-0929. Hey, Joe. Hey, John. How you doing today, man? Happy Labor Day to Good. you. Happy Labor Day. Hey, uh, I've got a question, and this, I guess, will kind of make my decision whether if the Falcons are really ready or not. When you have joint practices, are they allowed to hit the quarterback? That's good. I, you know, I'm going to say no. But I don't. You know, you know what? I've never watched. I've, I've, I've actually never attended a joint practice. I don't know if the if somebody out there knows. I've never attended a joint practice. I'd have to go back and look at the videos to see if Ritter is wearing a, you know, a yellow jersey or not or Tua. I would imagine no, because I don't think the Dolphins would have wanted Tua to get hit. Yeah, I mean, because if not, 
I don't know if Desmond's ready to get hit yet. I mean, you know, preseason, you got to be prepared for anything that could, you know, come across. And if he's not getting hit, and he didn't really get hit that much against Cincinnati, what makes we what makes Atlanta think he's going to be ready to get hit in real play? Well, I mean, he did have four games last year. I mean, yeah, it's not I like he's playing his first game. But now you've got different weapons, which I'm very thankful that we have. Um, but you know, we had a lot of penalties in the in the series that you know our starters did start in. Um, and you know, I think we could be ready, but you know, if until he takes that maybe that hit or has that pressure situation, we're really not going to know until that time comes whether he's ready to step up. Right. So, Joe, if I give you a hundred bucks to buy stock in a new Falcons player taking his first snap on Sunday on offense and defense, where are you? I'm I'm putting my money on Jesse Bates, Matthew Bergeron. Where are you putting your money? Who are you buying stock in? I'm going to agree with you with Matthew Bergeron, especially. I think that's if we can have a good offensive line, that's going to help Desmond tremendously. Um, and I I. I think I, I think I agree with you both, really, and Jesse Bates as well. I think we, you know, this could be maybe the first year that our defense, since maybe Vic Beasley and all of them, that we could have a good defense. And with him and Terrell, that's going to solidify the secondary. And I think I think we I think we could be really ready this year. I appreciate it, Joe. Yeah, and Jeff Good is going to be able to play. It sounds like, and he'll he'll start. And of course, you'll have Caden Ellis and Bud Dupree and Calais Campbell and David Onyemata. I mean, a lot of new players on defense. Six starters, maybe with Clark Phillips, possibly seven new starters on defense. And of course, on offense, you're looking at Mac Hollins and Jonu Smith and Bijan and and uh, you know and Bergeron and whatnot. Uh, let's go to uh, Jason. He's on with John. Hey, Jason, welcome to the show. Hey, sorry, I got cut off earlier. I think I accidentally hung up, but. Uh, when we were talking about the Falcons, but my question is: is what did you think about Deion Sanders' uh, debut at Colorado, and what do you think about all these other Georgia fans? I'm a Georgia fan too, crying, "Oh, look at Bobo and the Georgia offense!" Blah blah blah. It's so terrible. Well, a couple of things, Jason. I appreciate the call here. I'll just make this quick because I want to get back to the Falcons' discussion here. I, I went through this uh, a lot yesterday. Um, but I'll, I'll reprise it for the new audience here. The Bobo thing, I, I'm giving him a temporary pass here because I don't know what Mike Bobo's offense is going to look like because they played, except for the Bowers thing, they, it was strictly vanilla football, okay? Very vanilla. It will be, very, by the way, very vanilla coming up against Ball State this Saturday. They're not going to show South Carolina anything. And by the way, if they go out there and just physically start to manhandle South Carolina, they will keep a lot in their quiver. They're not going to they're just not going to show it, okay? They're just not. So, you got to kind of see how this season progresses. So, uh, and again, you did win 48 to 7. I understand the, this is more You know what? The whole bobo thing with Georgia fans is sort of like me with with Reddy here. I mean, you've been burned before. And so, is it really different this time? I, I understand that. Uh, as to Prime, Prime is – look, I'm a huge Prime fan. I mentioned this yesterday. I personally like Dion very much. Um, he's the kind of guy I would love to play for. Uh, my only issue with Prime is I hate the school he's at. <laughs> I don't like Colorado at all. 
<laughs> it's like, oh, why'd you go there? Go anywhere. <laughs> and so I will root for uh, Prime in every game that he uh, coaches, except this Saturday. <laughs> I want him to lose. Uh, please lose, Prime. Lose. I don't care if you go 11-1. and one. Make this the one you lose. <laughs> You're playing my team. Uh, you know, oh, they're going to kill Nebraska. They may, I don't know, be selling to me. I'm, Matt Rule is going to be Matt Rule, and we'll see. I, I, I'm not expecting anything this year. It's year three that I expect Matt Rule to be good. So I think it's I think it's great for college football. I think it's great for him, uh, so I'm happy for him. Uh, Drew is on with John. Hey, Drew, welcome to the show. Hey, good morning, John. Happy Labor Day. Happy Labor Day. So we spoke yesterday about the Bobo situation. Um, I kind of think your opinion about that is, kind of how I feel about the Falcons it's we don't really they're keeping it vanilla I think in the preseason they only got one snap or one snap one series um in the preseason as a first team offense um I would have liked to see a little bit more though um I know maybe they're just trying not to tip their hand or they don't want to get people hurt and I get that but I would have liked to see more snaps especially between Ritter and Pitts and Ritter and Bijan or Bijan excuse me um just because, you know, at the end of last year when Ritter did have those starts, Pitts was out. So I just hope we don't come into week one where they're trying to figure it out when they had all preseason to figure it out. We need to be ready to go. We're playing a division right Yeah, that's home. my question here. And it really is – and it's not a lack, Drew, or not a lack of faith in Arthur Smith. It is just my question about being burned as a Falcons fan when, you know, our previous head coach actually came out after an opening game and said – he actually said – yeah, it's, this is on me. We weren't ready to go. What? Right. What? You know? What? You have to be ready for week one. You know? You have to be. Uh, and not only that, this year especially, because this is a very important, I just went through the list of why this is such an important opening game. Because there's expectations and there's tiebreakers and there's rivalries and there's everything. I mean, you got to win this game for 15 I different our, reasons. I mean, I have faith in Arthur Smith as well. Um, I have faith in both Arthurs, but I I hope he understands. I mean, he's a smart guy. He understands that his job is on the line if he doesn't have a good season. I I, I, I like the guy, but I mean, this is year three. You know, he he got a pass the last two years because they had no cap space and they were kind of rebuilding. They've got the, the space now. They were not made a bunch of signings and free agency. They had a pretty decent yeah. draft class. It's it's now or never. You got You got to put up or shut up. Yeah. So, no, I agree. I to- yeah, Drew, I, I totally agree. All right, quick break here, and then uh, uh, Brian and uh, our old buddy Mel is uh, waiting to jump in here, John and Carl. Uh, we'll get to all of you if you are just patient. Remember, you're the guest. There's no other guests that are going to be populating a, a, an entire segment here. You just have to be patient to get there. Are the Falcons ready? And if I gave you $100 to buy stock in a new Falcons player on offense and defense who's taking his first snap on Sunday, who are you putting that money on? As we talk Falcons, it's Falcons game week. On your home of the Falcons, Sports Radio 92 on the game. From the Northern Kia Studios, John Fricke on a Labor Day Monday, taking you to 2 o'clock this afternoon. If you're not used to my show, there are no guests. You are the guest at 404-726-0929. I give you a lot of latitude. It is a... Uh, chance for all the fans to air it out with me and uh, this is why i take uh, your your calls i'm hesitant it's true but you're not in my world you're not callers you're guests here 
And uh, just uh, the ground rules are simple when I do a solo show like this, which I could do it all the time, is that you, um, we can disagree without being disagreeable, okay? You know, we can disagree. It's fine. We could have heated debate just without being disagreeable. No, you know, no reason to call anybody names. Um, and the show builds throughout the program. So the first question today was, we ready? Are the Falcons ready? Okay. Are they ready for the opener uh, on Sunday against the Carolina Panthers? Our coverage begins. we got a lot going on on the radio station. For example, tonight we have the Clemson and Duke game for you. Coverage begins at 7.30, kick at 8 live on Sports Radio 90 time the game. That Clemson-Duke showed our final game of the opening big weekend here. And uh, then uh, next uh, Wednesday we have, uh, you know, uh, what is it, Wednesday? Is that right? Uh, we have um, – I just blanked here. Uh, we got some during the week. Wait a second. I just blanked here, Garrett. What do we got coming up this week? I, I know we got – oh, it's Thursday. Pardon me. Not Wednesday. That's why I just threw myself on a day. Thursday, the Kansas City Chiefs and the Detroit Lions, the opening game of the NFL. Duh. Uh, and that's Thursday, and uh, we'll have that live for you. And then, of course, Sunday we will have the uh, Falcons game with our coverage beginning at 9 a.m. with the Wade Ford Tailgate Show. Uh, Joe Patrick, Harper LaBelle, and myself live from uh, Smooth Lot on uh, Northside Drive across from the stadium. And that will lead us to the Falcons uh, network coverage and, of course, the uh, call of the game, Wes and Dave, from inside Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So, anyway, back to it. Question one, are we ready? The Falcons ready for this opening game because we've been burned before. Question two, I'm going to give you $100 in stock to buy stock in a new player, never taken a Falcon snap before. Could be a draft pick, could be a free agent, trade, whatever. A new guy on the roster, uh, one on offense and one on defense. And I took Jesse Bates on defense. I took Matthew Bergeron on offense. But you can take Bijan. You can take Mac Collins, John U. Smith. You could take anybody you want on defense. I mean, Bud Dupree and Omanyata and Calais and Ellis and Clark Phillips and Akuda and all those guys. All right. 404-726-0929. Let's go to uh, John, who joins us. Hey, John. Hello. So, I – We'll, we'll go to the Falcons first. So the Falcons, I think Bijan's going to be the uh, the the big jolt in the offense. Um, I've seen him. He runs angry. I would put that. I'd say that um, he's going to be hard to take down. I think defenses are going to hate to have to tackle him in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, for defense size, uh, Mac, I think or maybe Clayus, but um, nothing. I would quite be as confident on the defense as much as I would the offense. All right, but, all right, but you buy stock in one guy. Pick one. Right. But, yeah, Bijan all the way. All right, and on defense, pick one. Uh, Mac. Okay. So, now I do – I have five bold pre- predictions that I want to throw at you for this upcoming season. Uh, first one is the Falcons. I think the Falcons I'm, I'm, will I want to go back to the defense I want because okay, I keep a track here. Okay. Who on defense? Um, I'm going to say Clayus Campbell, actually. I'm going to say Clayus. Okay, thank you. All right, thank you. All right, so that's a vote for Bijan and a vote for Clayus. All right, all right go ahead. Yep. I'm sorry. So, um, so I have five predictions I want to kind of throw at you, bold predictions. Um, one, the game tonight, Duke and Clemson. Um, I, I don't think that's going to be a blowout. I think Duke is going to give Clemson the game. Um, in fact, uh, the big bold prediction at the end of this season, Duke and Clemson will have the same amount of wins. Right, FSU, that's a bold prediction, All right? Yep, FSU will win the ACC. Well, they look like um, uh, they are, were a playoff team last night. That's for darn sure. Right. 
That's that's another prediction. Um, another prediction is, despite the fact that the efforts that Georgia Tech did, they will they will only end up with five wins this year. All right. Okay. And then the last okay. one, which is the really big bold prediction, a non-SEC team will win the national championship. Well, I think it's going to be interesting here uh, from that standpoint, uh, John. I think that uh, the opening week, what the opening week gave us was if there was a conference that could, uh, you know, kind of raise its hand and say, hey, we're here, uh, is uh, oddly and interestingly, uh, I think it's the the Pac-12. I mean, for the last year of the Pac-12, with 10 teams leaving at the end of this year, they had a pretty good opening weekend. So it'll be really mm-hmm. intriguing. That's why people are they're jumping to conclusions here. Look, I, I want Prime to win every game, that it, except for this weekend, every game. People are, oh, Colorado's going to make the playoff. I'm like, slow your roll here. They're still like a six or seven <laughs> team. I mean, they've got to play Oregon. They got to play Washington. They got to play Utah. They got to play Oregon State. I mean, that that, that Pac-12 is is as as a slog this year. It's is not it's not easy, and so they're you know it's not going to be easy. They may win eight. I mean, and that would be an, a rousing success in my book. Uh, oh yeah, but, you know, seven to five. I think it would be fine. I mean, I think they'll they'll be okay. I just you know I just want them to kind of gag the spoon in their home opener. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks for all the uh, the uh, interesting stuff there. Um, Carl is on with us, 404-726-0929. Carl, are we ready for this opening game? Yeah, I think that first preseason game we won with all the, the people we were looking at, we actually won the first preseason game in the first couple of years. Everybody was so happy. But you see how vulnerable we were against Pittsburgh. We played our starters. We didn't do a crap. They had all that time to get ready. And the Falcons just blew it. So just don't get excited. I think the first four games, I'd be happy if we go two and two. The way the Falcons look right now. But I put stock in Robinson for the offense, and I put Bates for the defense. But I'll throw something else out there. Last week, Javon Clowney was let go by the team he was on. I think the Falcons are trying to pick him up and add him to the defense. I think that would help us a lot. And that's what I got to say. Yeah, there's been a lot of hesitancy about Jadavion, uh, and, you know, he's been so mercurial. I mean, it really has been. Uh, I think the Falcons, at this point, I think they're they're content to, to see what they've got here. Uh, Arnold Evacati take a big step up. You've got Bud, Bud Dupree, to, you know, right alongside him. You've got Calais Campbell. You've got Onyemata right there, Caden Ellis. I think the Falcons want to see what they have without having to worry too much about bringing somebody in at this late stage. So, um, but yeah, I mean, two and two. I mean, I guess as long as you win your first two, you got to beat Carolina, you got to beat Green Bay, and then you go to Detroit, and then you play that game in in London against Jacksonville, and we'll see where they stand. Then you come home and play Houston and Washington. Your first four home games are against Carolina, Green Bay, Houston, and Washington. I think three and one's almost a fail. I mean, really, in my book, I think you kind of kind of win all four. If you're going to win the division, you got to. One of the things that you know, all those metrics that you got to use. One of the things you got to do, John, is you got to win your. You got to win your home games. Appreciate it, John. I got to get to Mel here before we get to uh, the bottom of the hour here. Four zero four seven two six zero nine two nine. Falcons ready or not, I'm, Mel? What I'm is up? Ball, man. Look, I'm, I'm saying, listen to all these bulldog doubters about the Falcons, man. They're just mad because uh, 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 the bulldog not going to repeat. I'll be a three screen. Uh, uh, you know what I mean? I'm saying just laughing like hell, John. You know what I mean? And, 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 and this coming weekend, Nebraska and prime time. 
They say, that's what I always say about coaches. Coaches don't win games. You know who win games, John? The players. See what Dion did? He brought all them players to Colorado, and and you see what they did. TCU was a chump. I just hate they want that, that, that they scold them in the punt. But this coming week, John, I'm willing to go out on the limb. Who do you think going to be favoring that game next week, this week? I think Colorado's a two-point favorite mm-hmm. or something like that at home. I think Colorado's a two-point favorite at home, if I am if I read it correctly. Who going to be favoring? You said Colorado. Mm-hmm. That's what you're saying. Yeah, I, I think that's what Vegas is I can't saying. Hear you. I, can't, I can't hear you, John. I said I think that's what Vegas is saying, yes. But Anaheim, for all these bulldog chumps, you're not going to repeat, and the fact we'll take care of Carolina Sunday. You can put your money on it, just like that last call you had. Go somewhere and hide. Yeah, all these bulldogs. Go somewhere and hide up on a rock, because the fact we'll go all the way this year. Go Falcon, baby. Thank you, Mel. Do appreciate always. Um, Colorado's up to a five-point favorite in this game. Yeah, it, it, really tough for Matt Rule. I mean, because Matt Rule and and, and Dion did uh, totally different things. Dion went in and fired everybody, you know, and everybody got all. A lot of people got all. And I'm like, I don't have a problem with this. This is a job. He fired. He said, all y'all hit the portal, and he brought in 68 new players. And the only question was, how long was it going to take him to kind of get all these guys, you know, rolling in the right direction with all that many new players? Matt Rule, on the other hand. He brought in a few new players, but really he's playing with Scott Frost's guys. He didn't let guys go so much. So he, Matt Roll's kind of a slow builder, you know, program builder, and Dion wanted to make a big splash. And so Dion's probably ahead of him at this point. So, yeah, I can see why Colorado's favored in this game. Be interesting to see how many Colorado fans show up. And I mean that sincerely. Play seat 62,000. What's the over-under on Nebraska fans? 40,000 probably. 40,000 Nebraska fans, 22,000 Colorado fans. That's the way they – Right way it rolls. Will there be more? It'll be interesting. You know, Nebraska has got nothing better to do than to go scream at their team. All right, uh, quick break. Uh, are the Falcons ready? And if you're buying stock in one player on offense and one player on defense, who are you buying stock in? And Braves at the top of the hour. Big question about the media morons. And more as we continue on Sports Radio 90 on the game and the Odyssey app. All right, two questions in right now. Falcons, are they ready for the opening game? And if you're buying stock in one new player who hasn't taken a snap as a Falcon on Sunday against Carolina on offense and one new on defense, I bought stock in Matthew Bergeron finally solving this sieve, pus sieve thing of a left guard thing and making the Falcons offensive line even better. And Jesse Bates is being kind of a, you know, impact, uh, you know, a guy at, at safety, also kind of a, you know, helping, uh, you know, with those uh, young guys, I think the Falcons actually could have a secondary with, if you look at, uh, you know, how much they believe in Clark Phillips to go with Jeff Okuda, to go with A.J. Terrell, to go with Jalen Hawkins and Richie Grant and Jesse Bates. I, I think their secondary actually one of the better secondaries in the NFL. Seriously. I think their offensive line and their secondary are pretty darn good. And their running back room is pretty darn good. So, I mean, there are a lot of reasons to believe in the Atlanta Falcons being a 10-win team. And, and I know, look, as we go back to your calls, understand something. You know, all of us uh, who are who are hosts, especially on this particular station, when it comes to the Falcons, we are fully aware 
that the Falcons listen. Okay, the coaches listen. I mean, <laughs> you and I went back and forth. I really like Dean Pease a lot. But we went back and forth with him a couple of years ago. It was interesting. <laughs> Called us out in a news conference. I think it was a little unfair, but that was what kind of made it. Okay, we, we water into the bridge. Uh, and I have great respect for Coach Pease. Uh, they all listen. Okay, the players listen. They, they'll tell you, I don't listen. Yeah, they do. They want to hear their names. They want us to hear, you know, you know Caleb McGarry's like, hey, you mentioned me. I, you know, I, I, we, we, are, you know, we are. Don't worry. Uh, so they're, they're all listening. All the coaches are listening. All the players are listening. The front office listens. Uh, you know, everybody listens uh, to this station. And as they do, they, they kind of want to pound the radio a little bit. I can see David Bassett, the PR guy, wanting to pound the radio. What do you mean, are we ready? Do you not have any faith in Arthur Smith? Yes, I do, David. I have lots of faith in Arthur Smith. It isn't about Arthur Smith, though. Uh, well, if you have faith, aren't you being a little two-faced about this? You're saying you have faith, and then you're saying you're concerned at the same time. It isn't about Arthur Smith. I have trust and faith in Arthur Smith. What the new regime, Smith and even David Bassett, who came to us a couple of three years ago, and, and uh, you know, all the, the, the new people that work over there in Flowery Branch, they have to understand, you know, I'm a, this is a historic thing, okay? This goes back. This goes back, and it goes back to not being ready, you know, three or four years ago in the Coach Pro regime. This goes back to, it's like our Super Bowl thing isn't just 28-3, to 3, okay? It's Eugene Robinson, too. Uh, our playoff, uh, you know, things are not just, you know, the 28-3. to 3. They're also 17 to nothing at home against Colin Kaepernick. They're also, you know, uh, Barkowski fumbling the football in 1980 and Danny stinking white. I mean, so all of this is tied together for all of us who've been following this team for a long time. You know, this is, you know, it, it all becomes a jumbled mess. And it's hard to separate, well, but there's new owners and there's new players and there's new co- I know, but you're still wearing the helmet and it's still us and we're still falconing out there for some reason or another. So, you know, I need you guys to kind of change that narrative. Well, we're going to change the narrative, John, this year. Good. Good. And Let's John, do that. How about? And, John, the Falcons also haven't won an opening game in five years. It's been five years. They haven't had a winning record since 2017. Well, actually, it was probably six, six years, right? It goes back to – we're looking to avoid it for the sixth consecutive Wait, six, year. Six years. It's been six calendar years, correct? The opening game in 2017. Well, I guess, I guess you're game? including that. So if we're going all the way back to 2017, then it's six calendar years, it, yes. Yes, yeah, six, cal- six years. Yeah, six years. Since we won our opening game. Mm. And this game is you – know, we're not just playing on the road against Buffalo, okay? You're not a, an underdog on the road in a non-division, non-conference game that, it is, that has no spice to it. You're at home against a, you know, a presumed rival, though all candor, the Carolina Panthers aren't nearly that big a rival as compared to the other team. Uh, but nonetheless, Bryce Young – you're at home in his first start as a quarterback in the NFL against a brand-new head coach in Frank Reich. You are in a division game, a conference game, a game you have to win at home if you're going to make Mercedes-Benz Stadium in a game, of course, that wants to get the season off. You go above 500 for the first time in your six years. Again, it was 2017 season last time they were above 500, and on and on and on and on. This first game has a lot of weight to it. So are we ready for this? I hope so. Let's go to Steve as he jumps into the program. Hey, Steve. Statement yesterday that yes, you made a statement yesterday that Deion Sanders is more accepted in Boulder because they are a left-wing city, whereas if he were in Jacksonville, a right-wing city, he would not be as accepted. That was very prejudiced and ignorant. 
No, no, it was in response to something about how, yeah, he, he plays well in Boulder, okay? His whole style plays well. Look, I, I understand. Um, when he came out and said, I'm not a knoll, all right? I'm not a knoll. He could say that, but that didn't play well in Jacksonville, <laughs> okay? I don't know what to tell you. It didn't play well in Florida. Okay. I'm a Dion fan. It's not okay. That was idiotic. 4047260929. We go to Xavier. Hey, Xavier, welcome to the show. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, man. Hey, uh, so back to what the original thing was. So, the stock, I really want to put some stock in Clark Phillips or whoever, man, says slot position. I feel like the outside is going to really take care of Xavier, I'm going to have to put you on hold. There's so much wind here. Um, put him on hold. I want to bring Xavier back here. Okay. I, and, and see if we can get him out of the wind there. Uh, as we do, let's go to uh, Roland because I was having a hard time hearing him. I think he said Scott Miller in the slot, I think. And by the way, Scott Miller is somebody I really like. This guy used to give us fits too, right? Hey, Roland, welcome to the show. Hey, John. How are you doing on this fine Monday? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Doing all right, man. We have the car packed up, uh, the kids, the bunnies, and uh, we're making our way down to the beach for a couple of days. So can't complain. Life is great. Wait, so, you're just going down now? You're, you're like doing the the anti-holiday here? <laughs> that's exactly what we're doing. <laughs> oh, cool, cool. That's that's good. Yeah, you know, I, I I appreciate that, Roland. I, you know, I've been working all weekend, and I'm going to be uh, off tomorrow too. So uh, I'll probably do a little anti-holidaying myself, I think. Yeah, there you go. Away from the crowds, right? Uh, right. Hey, listen, th- th- thanks for taking my call. And uh, I do agree with you that the Falcons are going to have, I think, one of the better secondaries in the league, right, for the reasons that you just uh, mentioned, the additions that we've made. And uh, I- I'm-, I'm very excited. Uh, are we ready for tomorrow? I'm sorry, for – uh, Carolina next week, absolutely, and we have to be ready because even though this is our first game, we have to treat this like a playoff contention game. Because it is. You know, it, it is, it is, but it's first game. People take the light, but it's very, very important. Uh, the stock that I'm putting my money on, and, and look, I, I take a lot of risk, and, and I'm putting this out there. And I also want to get your take on this guy, but Troy Anderson drafted him. We need him to be the player that we drafted him to be. If he's not, I think that middle, we're going to struggle. But I just want to get your take on Troy Anderson and where he's at and if you think he'll step up this year. Well, I hope so. I, you know, I, uh, Troy Anderson is a guy that they're really counting on. Uh, they wanted to get one of the things Arthur Smith wanted to do, Roland, was get bigger and stronger uh, on both sides of the line. Uh, you know, Coach Bro wanted that, that NASCAR team, that NASCAR speed thing, and, and in fact, it really worked. It took us to a Super Bowl in 2016. One of the things is absolutely true about that team. They were the fastest team in the NFL. They, they just have more team speed across the board than any team in the NFL. Now, this coach wants to play more smash mouth, and he wants to get bigger and stronger, and Anderson fits that mold. My only concern with Troy Anderson and watching him last year is his lateral speed sometimes, sideline to sideline, and in coverage in the flat isn't great. 
Uh, so I need yeah. that to either be picked up or, or some to that effect, or maybe they're going to use them in a different fashion here and less in drop coverage and more in, in trying to be a run stuffer or something like that. But, I mean, all in all, I've, I've liked what I've seen from him. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's true of, of that entire linebacking core because we can sit here, Roland, and we can talk about how the secondary, we have a lot of high hopes for the secondary. The fact of the matter is they don't get any pass rush. I don't care if you put five Hall of Famers out there. You're not going to guard people for more than three seconds in the NFL. Correct. I 100% agree with you. I think that's why a couple of weeks ago, you probably don't remember, but I called and we were debating the whole uh, Jalen Carter, Rajon thing. I don't want to go down that, that rabbit hole. But obviously, since we are on the been on the bottom three, if not bottom five, the last decade getting pressure on the quarterback, I 100% agree with you. If, if, if those linebackers don't pan out, it's not going to matter who we have on the back end, but I, I, I'm putting my, my eggs on Anderson. He has to show out this year. If he doesn't, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I think we might be hurt. But anyhow, thanks for taking my call, John, and uh, you have a great weekend. I appreciate it, Roland. 404-726-0929. Has Xavier's phone cleared up there? Let's try this again. Hey, Xavier. What's up, bud? Hey, that's better. Thank you. Yeah. I was trying to get my exercise in. I'm stuck. No worries. So the uh, the stock, oh, man, I was saying that whoever's man in that slot position, that's where my stock, I'm hoping that Clark Phillips shows what he did at Utah. Um, I expect Terrell to bounce back, and we got good news on Okuda. So I don't want to worry. I think the front front four will help Troy Anderson be a little better version of what he was last year, bring him to his own. Um, so that's the defensive stock on offense. Uh, I mean, it's kind of obvious between Bijan and Bergeron. So I just say Mac Holland so that uh, if anybody is if they catching the doubles or we playing against a team with good linebacker coverage on running backs, then Mac Hollins can eat like how uh, Julio did when he first came in the league and Roddy was our number one. That's where my stock mm-hmm. is there. I, I know. I, so, Xavier, let me ask you a question here. Are you with me, or and you don't have to be, by the way, that uh, says that for this team to win 10 games – the biggest improvement has to come on the defensive side of the ball. Say it one more time. I'm sorry. I said if, if this team is going to win 10 games, the biggest improvement has to be on the defensive side of the ball. Oh, yeah, of course it does. Yeah, that pass rush has to show up. We have to stay healthy. Um, but like you said a million times to people, I wish that they would understand all we have to do with this offense is be a middle-of-the-pack defense maybe 15 or so, you know, 15 to 12-ish, and we'll make uh, strides beyond strides. We can already pound the rock, milk the clock, and run with the best of them. So if we can convert some third downs, have better production in the red zone, and this defense get off the field on third downs, then we're going to be a hell of a team. Because I think, yeah, honestly, that's getting off the field on third down. look like right. Shadur Sanders. I really think he's going to have a game like Shadur Sanders. It ain't going to be 500 yards because we're playing in the pros. But with those options, and Bijan can play that Travis Hunter role outside of playing defense. He can do anything. He can run past anybody. He can run around anybody. He can catch. He can block. He can do it all. So I really see, if, if anything, it's going to be a shootout. Um, I don't see like a 17-14 game. But I think that uh, Ritter's going to look like he did at Cincinnati with all these weapons. I appreciate it. Thanks much, Xavier. I hope it's not a shootout. I mean, I hope the Falcons' uh, defense plays better than that. I mean, if this team's going to win – the Falcons' defense doesn't have to be top five, but they have to be top 15. They have to be top half of the league. 
They can't be next to last in sacks. And the only reason they weren't last is because the Bears traded away their two best pass rushers during the season. <laughs> they don't do that. <laughs> then the Falcons are deadly. They had 21 sacks last year. 21 sacks in 17 games. That is just and, – and again, I'm not faulting Dean Pease for this. He just didn't have the talent. But that's nowhere near acceptable. We all understand that. They have to at least double that sack total. At least uh let's go to uh do we have time to get to mike here before the top of the hour all right let's try one more no oh we all right sorry mike and chris hang on top of the hour and we got two more hours to go a lot of calls ahead so don't worry we're gonna also throw in our third question today and it's about the braves we'll get into all that if you are hanging on you will be on because you are my guest today at 404-726-0929 my thanks to garrett chapman we're gonna do a switch out down at the uh at the mothership and eric slaughter is gonna come in and run the second half of the program thanks garrett talk to you soon all right Quick break. Back in a moment. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.